Stifler and Brian Fantana team up to sling cans of poison to school children until they find themselves on shaky ground with sturdy wings. These hands-off mentors have to appropriately touch the lives of two young boys in order to avoid being inappropriately touched in jail. I've heard of popcorn in the face, but this movie's ridiculous. Guys, let's talk about role models. Look what I have created! I have made fire! I have made fire! I think this is one of the traits of a really good producer. Keep the talent happy. She just killed a helicopter with a car. I'm sorry, boys. All right, boys, prepare to be dazzled. Break yourself, fool! Oh, I'm sorry. Did I break your concentration? It's important that we we get together on this thing. If you had some glue, I'm really good at gluing. I could just glue it. Sandbagging son of a bitch. Y'all ready to bust fast? Lick a license. A lick her license. We've got entirely too many troublemakers here. I am an FBI agent. You look like a blueberry. I don't give a damn what you think you are entitled to. Do you know who I am? You that silly ass reporter from the Channel 5 News. I'm Mo Green. What are you looking at, butthead? Let's go, let's go, I'm bored, let's go. Role Models, 2008, amazing movie. Uh, one of my favorite funny movies. Uh, I loved it. A comedy, you might call it. Yeah. You know, um, when you're a little kid and you're looking for a couple role models out there to model your life at, I can't think of two. You were uh, like 20 when this came out. Better, better people to look at than uh, Paul Rudd and Sean William Scott. Not necessarily the people they play in this movie, but just them as real people. Oh, so yeah. that, your role models. Yeah, so that were was the my actors exactly of the movie role Paul models. William there Scott you Rudd. go. <laughs> um, no, I mean, I love this movie. I think it's a really good comedy. I love the dynamic of the kids and the older guys having to be like their mentors of the like big brother type situation. And Jane Lynch is like great. And the other guy, Martin, that plays the other big brother for Sturdy Wings is hilarious. Um, but yeah, I really enjoyed it. I uh, hadn't seen this in a couple of years. But rewatching it for the pod, like I thought it held up really well. Still liked a lot of the jokes, like a nice mix of like cheesy, like that's so stupid it's funny, or just like legitimately like funny, like um, physical comedy things. Like I loved all the lair stuff, like the stuff they did in the park. Yeah. And all, like mm-hmm. I thought yeah. Christopher Mintz Plass like did that really well of someone that Who is that? The oh, McLovin, McLovin, McLovin. Okay, yeah, okay, McLovin. Yeah, yeah, that guy, the, okay. you know, that legit like does lair, I'm sure, in his real life. He yeah. just looks like he yeah. does. Um, it's super believable, it, super <laughs> believable. Well, no, it's great because they they really make it look lame in the beginning of the movie, and then yeah. by the end, it's like that's the most compelling part. Yeah, everyone who watches yeah. is into it, yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> so, I saw this with Aaron in theaters, um, and we both loved it. I think we saw it at least twice in mm-hmm. theaters together. Um, and what I appreciate about this movie the most is that it feels like a Judd Apatow movie, mm-hmm. but it's directed by the Wet Hot guys, and it Love just it. falls right in the middle of like the goofy, weird, eccentric humor of Wet Hot, but also with the like life lesson, morality, like growing up of the Judd Apatow stuff. And it so like just falling right in the middle of that, it's like one of the only movies that isn't on one side or the other. And so I, I really just like the humor in it for that. Yeah. And also, Aaron's been quoting this incessantly for a decade now. And so every time I hear <laughs> any, a decade too. <laughs> anytime I hear it, I just think of Aaron and I like Aaron. So it makes me smile. For me, it was like pretty predictable. It's like a pretty formulaic comedy where you like you have some adult like man babies. But it was still super enjoyable. Like even though I pretty much knew it was going to happen um like all the lair stuff was awesome yeah i had a good time yeah i also um enjoyed it i've loved this movie ever since it came out and uh i thought it was a great balance of the comedy and the wholesome content like you become attached to these characters without really realizing it and um super great casting all around i was impressed with sean william scott the most because this is a really decent lead role for him and he's always like the uh, the like the kind fringe of fuck up, comedy like... character who's got to like take it 
too far. Like he's able to do more subtle humor in this film and have a lot more screen time than he usually gets. And so it's also subtle for Paul Rudd too. Like we've seen Paul Rudd grow as an actor and really hit home like his type of comedy. But in this movie, he's developing it more. Sean William Scott's like stretching his boundaries and they have a great like subtle comedy that's not trying too hard. I love Stifler. So at the beginning, they're doing uh, like school tours for their Minotaur energy drink. Minotaur right. energy drink. There's I would try it. Minotaur. <laughs> I would drink yeah. that. The way I... that it's branded, though, is like this is the energy drink that you do instead of doing drugs. Yeah. I couldn't imagine any school I went to being like, hey, we have a Red Bull presentation today. <laughs> yeah. like, they're going to talk yeah. about like, <laughs> yeah. don't do Coke. Don't smoke weed. Yeah. Have a Red Bull. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just a weird like commercial, like they're trying to pitch you on something thing but also doing anti-drugs i loved the uh how paul rudd's kind of progression went during that whole montage like he started being very sincere and professional like, yeah oh, do drugs drink minotaur by yeah. the end he's like drugs minotaur like he's just <laughs> it doesn't matter it all so makes him feel good why yeah. do people do drugs i know yeah. why because they're pretty cool <laughs> make yeah. you feel better <laughs> I don't know. But I also, he's not—he's not required to drink them like as part of his no, job. It no, comes like, across like they're four locos, not right. like they're just like supposed yeah, to yeah. get you You're through right. the day. You're like, right. That was that was the way that yeah. the script read: act yeah. as if you had two four locos. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Right. So so clearly we see Paul Rudd is in a rut, not really. Wait, Rudd what? is in Paul a what? Rudd is Paul in Rudd? a rut is in because a rut? it's like a Rudd 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 Rudd, you know. Um, and (laughs) so they're back at the office and they throw him a party for being there for 10 years and he's just all bummed and out of it. Frustrated. We meet his girlfriend, Elizabeth Banks, who's a lawyer. Stunning. Great, great Elizabeth Banks in this movie. This is where I start to have a problem with Paul Rudd Uh because I get it that he's in a Rudd rut. But, like, Red why does he have to be such a dick? He's got, like, a good-looking girlfriend. Also, I was like, there. it's an energy drink office. Is that right? Like, the yeah. office that they're yeah. going to? This has to be pre-recession, because there's, like, no supervision. Like, everyone's just kind of, like, goofing I don't know. off and, like, I, I not imagine doing what they like, can like, be Monster has a yeah. office. Red Bull probably has a similar... But this is, like, a low-level energy drink. I was like, how is there that. not... It could be popular. It was a they shitty have enough, office party. No, they have enough for a truck. <laughs> the guy that that's... gets up to karaoke is just like the worst. And then Elizabeth <laughs> From, Banks is like, come on, uh, let's Island. have fun. Yeah. And she Here gets up there and sings for two <laughs> seconds and then stands off the stage. But that pays off later because singing in public is something that he's totally against. He kind of hates life. And what he's Pollard able to said. turn that around. For sure. Oh. Later in the movie. Later. You have to wait. It pays off. What you're saying is learn karaoke and anyone will love me. Yes. And right after this scene is the Starbucks scene. It was refreshing to like have someone make fun of the Starbucks the, language stuff. Like that was kind of stuff small, that you. The small, the large, the yeah, venti. Yeah, he's like, what? I want a large. And she's like, no, it's called it, a venti. And yeah. that was the kind of humor that you like joked with your friends about. Right. And yeah. then it was like put into a movie and you're that, like, yes, yeah. like this yeah, is what we just. That definitely subsided. Yeah, right. for, yeah. I was gonna say for me seeing this for the first time, I was just like, "That is so dated." Like no, everyone, no, everyone's made that joke. Since yeah, they yeah, didn't understand the sizes and like, well, it's so large. It's that's what? also why did they even call it? That's also like my dad's joke, and like anytime it's a, it's anyone, and sure. yeah, anytime like someone Huge wants coffee joke. or like someone's going to Starbucks and to get, he doesn't drink coffee. And for him, it's always like a joke that he'll pull out. Like, what's the deal with the way that the sizes are called? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's the equivalent of like the waiter coming over to you after you've eaten and like the plates are all clear. And they're like, oh, like, guess you hated it. Yeah. <laughs> so then, so starts off the day, they're at Starbucks and he's clearly in a bad mood. And then he goes to work and uh, has a breakdown at school and at one of the schools where they're giving a presentation because. They parked in a spot where their car's getting towed, and they come out, and he's like, please, like, take it off. Don't tow it. And the guy's like, not my problem. And so he tries to, like, drive away while the car is still, like, attached to the tow truck. And the car just uh, takes off and runs into, like, a little statue they have Right, it runs up on top of the horse statue. statue. Yeah. Yeah. Don't know how that works. Vroom, vroom. And this is at the end of a day where he had proposed to his, at the time, girlfriend, 
who decides to dump him. Yeah. And gets shot down terribly. And While she's, like, that had dealing with a client that's, like... What was the guy's name in the office? I don't remember. I forgot his name, but he does the, like, that's not is. me on the video. Yeah. His name's David like, Garvin. Yeah, it's oh, yeah. <laughs> Stealing TVs. <laughs> he's in her office, yeah. and he's like, that's I didn't do scene. it. And she's like, we have video of you that stealing the anybody. TVs. anybody. Anybody. And then it cuts to him, and it's him on the surveillance camera stealing the TVs going, look at me. David Garvin stealing TVs. And it's that could like, be anyone. I don't know that it's guy. It's so good. It's so funny. Yeah. Paul Rett, like his approach to the proposal is great. He's like, let's get married. I don't have a ring. How did that ever become a good idea? Why does she dump him right away after that? In front that? of her client, too. Like, if well, you had been dating for seven years, that's something like you talk about later. And they live together. Right. She, so. she expressed at Starbucks, though, how frustrated she was with his rud rut. And how, like, <laughs> out of it he was and, like, how pessimistic he was. She's like, can't you enjoy anything? Yeah, and that the whole, like, office party thing where it's like, holy shit, I've been working here for ten years. Really, mm-hmm. like, snaps him into, like, I need to change something. When the guys get, when the car does get towed, after it jumps up on the statue, there's, a, like, a Louis C.K. cameo yep. for a second. How mm-hmm. many Louis C.K. cameos is he in, like, an officer uniform? A lot. Or a security a guard? Lot. In any of those, like... Those comedy, like group comedy movies, like he always shows up somehow yeah. in like a Parks costume uniform. But I don't think he has a line. I don't yeah. know if he says. He calls he... him a furry faggot. Friends, Romans, countrymen, lend me your ears. Are you in need of hot male and boy models dressed in traditional Roman garb? Well, Scroll Models is the service for you. Our toga-clad pieces of man meat will attend your office parties, bar mitzvahs funerals, and interventions while remaining entirely in character. And don't you worry, all of our stud muffins are confirmed showers. Beware the Ides of March, but also beware our low, low prices. Use promo code 5GFA to receive 69% off your first booking. Scroll models. Come, see, be entertained. Something that's funny, I've gotten Louis C.K., or at least definitely at the time of this movie, I always got him confused with the other guy that's also in this movie, and he plays like one of the layer oh, minions the of the bald king. Guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's like the redhead, he's the guy like, Matt balding Walsh. guy. Matt Walsh. Matt Walsh. He's in old school. Yeah. yeah so like for Dude. a while, there was probably five years where like they were the lines. same guy to me. I just really like draw attention towards any redhead actor that I see. You know, yeah, I want to yeah. keep tabs. So on. Paul Rudd proposes. He gets shot down. Uh, he goes on this like bender at a school and like he's drives had the car like ten energy thing. drinks yeah. by this point. And then uh, basically Elizabeth Banks is like, we can get you a plea deal essentially, where it's you can do 150 she hours works of for community magic service. On the, on the judge. Yeah, yeah, she works her magic <laughs> on the judge. Uh, and they end up at Sturdy Wings, right? The judge's favorite charity. No. Yeah. Sturdy, Sturdy Wings. Wings video is just, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like how it, it integrates like home videos of Jane Lynch back in her like cracked out days. Yeah. Like that's the official right. company video. Yeah. The Jane Lynch role is pretty strong and it's a good. It's amazing. Yeah. She does a really good job because they kind of have to use it a lot. Like we talked about the bit part of that guy stealing the. Um, what was it in Elizabeth the TV's. office? Yeah. Like, so there's these other bit parts from smaller roles, but mm. Jane Lynch kind of has to come up with like, or they have to come up for her with like five or six of these good scenes and she pulls them off. The hot dog, the bagel dog <laughs> stuff. What does that look like? Yeah. <laughs> what does this look like? Push it in? But when she yeah, comes out it. of the TV, like every time I see it, I'm like excited. Yeah. I'm like waiting for her to come out at the end of the ad. I'm like, <laughs> I'm so pumped. Let me see you just like shuffle backwards out Dude, of the, the TV. Little... When she does it, she gives a look after, like right at the yeah, end. She's of, so like, stoked. Are you guys like, you guys <laughs> like you guys that, right? <laughs> But like movie magic, it's zoomed in so close that it's like a slow pullback and you right. slowly see her yeah. come out. But if you're not in the movie and you're just watching it, she's crouched behind the TV (laughs) waiting for her chance to just back out. And it's got to look so weird in person. Like if you're in the room, you saw her walk in and hide behind the TV. Yeah, she's just crouched like (laughs) waiting. We meet Martin in this scene. Mm-hmm. We do, yeah. Oh, Sturdy wings. Seriously, I like him. I love, love him. So love him. Much. Love him. <laughs> yeah. I can always him? spot a newbie. He does have. Oh, he does have some of the I best. Can always lines. spot a newbie. Love, <laughs> take me down <laughs> to the streets. Find a nickel for every year I've been with Sturdy Wings. I nobody uh, does that song. Have it's... a quarter. <laughs> <Yeah>. Five years. <laughs> anyway, so. <laughs> 
So, the, so they're at Sturdy Wings, and then Jane Lynch takes all the new people at Sturdy Wings, uh, the mentors, to go meet their littles. Um, that's right. And that's where we meet the two that Paul Rudd and Shaw William Scott are going to be paired up with. Um, first, we meet Ronnie, who... He's uh, cool as fuck. Yeah, and then you meet McLovin, who's <laughs> lame as fuck. Yeah. Right. Ronnie brings the heat right away. Right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Do not Take touch my pants me. Off. I will not do that. Like, I'm like, this kid is good. And he's yeah. good enough where Jane Lynch is like, Ronnie, that's like, she like, she, she knows. knows immediately. Like, yeah. Yeah. No, she's wise to not that. Sexually a, perfect, a perfect match for Wheeler. This bitch yeah. tried to grab my joint. <laughs> yeah. There's a really small moment in that scene when she's walking him over to meet Ronnie. And she looks at the kids' drawings on the way, and she says, "Wow, that's scary." And it's yeah. like such a tiny moment yeah. of her just peering in at like a drawing that another kid's doing, and saying, "That's scary." Yeah. is so fucking funny <laughs> yeah. as you're walking by to like Whoa, introduce you to that's another scary. kid. Like, like that's no context hilarious. of what the kid. Yeah, is you like don't see the drawing; yeah. you're just like yeah. imagining it, and it's like. She's oh, it's good. so good. This movie's so good at those really small, tiny jokes. Yeah. Like really, Wet Hot, where yeah, you're just like, right. and mostly improv. But yeah. this was also filmed during the 2007 writer's strike. Mm. So they just kind of like had to go with it at a certain point because they couldn't, like the writers were not mm-hmm. rewriting any of the lines after they started I think what's smart is you have a very clear journey for each of the characters. Mm-hmm. It's not complicated, right? Yeah. Like this is the goal. And at this point in the movie, you're not there yet. Yeah. Or this is the point where you've reached that part of your goal in like learning something. And so go with it from there. Yeah. Gives them, I mean, for good actors, like they do a great job at acting. They're all hilarious actors too. So it's just like set up a scene, let them be funny and like see what comes out of it. And so that scene too, like when they're introducing you to the littles, that's the quote where they get just like, they introduce them, they show them. And then you see off screen, you don't even see it, but like just popcorn floods their faces. Yeah. They're yeah. just like drowning in popcorn. Yeah. And then Martin, the guy who's just like Sturdy Ween's like legend, is just like, I've heard of popcorn in the face, but this is ridiculous. And Aaron's been saying that quote for a decade. And I don't even get it. Like it's not even it's not a joke, but I fucking crack up at it. Because so Aaron funny. says it all the time. But like I don't even understand the joke. No, there's no <laughs> there's joke. No joke. So, but it makes me crack up. Like, it's hilarious. So which one does Aaron use more? The variation of this joke or a variation of never touch a black man's radio? This one. Definitely this one. <laughs> definitely yeah. the popcorn or, one. Or yeah, Roger's a Marie. Wait, what is it? No, the yeah. popcorn. Roger popcorn out. on the face. <laughs> I use popcorn on the face. Yeah. All the time. Oh, I wow. hate Martin yeah. so much. So we also <laughs> now meet uh, Augie, who is matched up with Paul Rudd. Nerd. Play, Nerd. <laughs> played by Christopher Mintz-Plass, who was, who was fresh off Chris playing McLovin. Oh, McLovin okay. in Superbad oh, the year okay. before. They uh, show us Augie um, outside, like, like sword fighting, like an imaginary person. And he stops and he says, like, oh, Princess Espelin, you, yeah. you want to kiss me? Oh, we don't have time for that. Like, oh, okay. And he's like... Fake kissing, yeah, like he's in living his own dream. As all of us have done. Yeah, yeah. You know what else you see in that scene, Jill? You see him play fighting with himself yeah. and creating. He's playing with himself. He's or? not playing with anyone else. So, <laughs> okay. Wow. But also, what we see in that scene is a kid unsupervised on the roof. <laughs> what true. kind of fucking organization yeah. is this? Like, you know what else? Yeah, he's seen? not at a regular place. He's at like, yeah. a specific organization. He's, they go up tour. four flights of stairs to find <laughs> yeah. him. Like. And she, she knows. She's like, let me take you to where your little is. He's off on his own on yeah, the roof. Sturdy Wings, you find out in this scene, it's not well organized. But this, what is but this? The, oh, yeah, that's the, like one of the big questions yeah. I had. What is this place? Yeah, we don't know. It's a big Is it a mentorship thing? for yeah. rehabilitation? I don't get like, it. Yeah. The yeah. logo yeah. is yeah. like a ripoff of Boys and Girls Club. But my point about what you see in that scene is you get to see a kid being himself. And oh, that is the point I love it. of his role. Like, yeah, he's a nerd. Dude, later in the movie, when Paul Rudd talks to his parents, yeah. you're going to really like that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We're, I can't wait till we get there. Oh, I got, got some words for his parents. <laughs> it's wholesome. It's good. Um, like and it. Paul Rudd doesn't give a shit. He hates him. Uh, mm-hmm. He doesn't yeah. try. He's just a piece of shit. With He's get After watching the video, he was like, I'd rather go to prison. This yeah. sounds terrible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, Sean William Scott is talking them out of getting ass-fucked for, like, <laughs> three or four scenes. So the first thing they do um, together as a group of four is they hop in Sean William Scott's 
what is that car that he drives? It's like it's a little like Jeep. Jeep. Yeah. And they head over to Chipmunk Charlie's. Yeah. And McLovin orders a chicken fingers. He's like, I'm going to go to town. What does he say? I'm going to go to town on these chicken fingers. Nom, 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 Do you like Coke? I, I like, like the, the idea. idea. <laughs> Love that. So, so, so then they go their separate ways. And uh, we follow first Danny and McLovin to our first introduction of Lair. Which is spell, which spells out what? Live action interactive role playing. Nerd alert. But it's a play you, on LARP. Like, we yeah. put a Craigslist ad out, <laughs> and we needed a layer expert. And Joel, you Joel, responded you really and said you were. But you get in the scene the Jolo Truglio as Kuzik. Good he, morrow! That is the best <laughs> he he's ever done so in anything. Yeah. Like everyone else, like seems like they're trying really hard to like mm. put on their layer characters. Yeah. And with him, it's just so natural. <laughs> what a day that has been given to us to play! The scene at the end where he's before the fight or whenever he's greeting like all the people. Yeah. And they, they follow That's him. Yeah. It's insane scene. how many people he goes to and like <laughs> yeah. does a thing. There's like a bit. Oh, and it's, it's like just, a long shot. It yeah. kills it. Like he just, yeah. everyone has a He's greeting. just walking like, by. Oh, oh, look who it is. We've got the great yeah. horse upon it's us It's like today. this movie's version of the Goodfellas, like tracking yeah, through the kitchen. Yeah, it's like this long scene of him just <laughs> killing it. It's like so we're also introduced to Ken Jong, who's the king. King yep. Argatron. And, uh, and our boy Matt Walsh from Old School, who's his like right-hand man. I thought that was Louis C.K. No, he was in the previous scene. He was, uh, he was Different. the security guard. Okay. While that's going on, uh, Sean William Scott is over with Ronnie, and we have the scene where they go to the grocery store just to stop and get it some juice. You know, like the Mini Mart. A drink or something. The Mini Mart, and they run into Jane Lynch. Who is getting her bagel dog uh, fix? Yeah. She, her bagel dog she fix. doesn't do cocaine and heroin anymore, but no. she sure loves a bagel dog. <laughs> she loves um, showing off that bagel dog. She's got yeah. a few tricks with it. I think she, you never actually see her eat it. No, like she no. just plays it's with it. It's a prop that she brings wherever she goes. Um, and then little Ronnie, when he comes back to the car, he uh, he locks the car. Yeah, mm-hmm. Ronnie sucks. Like, okay, he's funny. For this movie, and I love... He's, like, the funniest character in the but movie. Being, but, like, oh, putting myself in Sean William Scott's shoes, like... It would have been tough. That's yeah. way tougher than what Danny's got. Why does got. he suck? He left a kid in the car at the Mini Mart with the keys in it. Like That yeah. kid decided to start the car and drive it. Why did he lock leave him, him in the car? He's doing community service or going to jail. He's it was never, very... Take him inside. It just felt like he was at Wits End where he's like, look, I'll go get you a drink. Like, stay here. Yeah, yeah he guess. hasn't interacted in with car. kids before. Your parents never know. left you in the car when they went in the store? Not with the keys in it, no. Yeah. Not That's with the keys in it. Air conditioning? Come on. Yeah, your parents, AC. not yeah. a stranger. Yeah. There's a few times where Sean William Scott should have gotten kicked out of the program. Oh, yeah. 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 Absolutely. Both of them. I wouldn't say Ronnie sucks. Like, he... You know, he doesn't have a dad and, like, which, again... No, he's like, funny. He's just difficult to, like, No, handle. but, like, again, giving this movie a little bit more credit, like, he's really trying to, like, push everyone away because he wants to have that control and feel like he is the one, like, leaving the father figures yes. rather than the and, father figures And I love that, him. and I love the wholesome content of the film and all those themes, but, like, if you're walking into it and you have to be paired up with a kid, that's probably not the one that you want to end up with. No, you're going to have a bad time. Yeah. Yeah, you're not going to have a great time. Sean William Scott describes his love of Kiss Yeah, and that's a theme throughout the movie. Yeah. yeah, which is, like, it's, you know, he talks... It's nice to see in a movie somebody talking so, like, passionately about Kiss. And, and it's a fun scene. He takes Ronnie to his place, and they play the pinball, and he's like, these are a bunch of Jewish guys who put yeah. makeup on so they could meet chicks. And he's like, what? He's like, yeah, and all they do is they talk about their dicks and stuff. And, and he's like, like, are they good? <laughs> no, but, like, they look really cool. Yeah. And they, like, get a lot of Got chicks. Got a ton of chicks. Like, I'm listening. This song, Love Gun, it's about his dick and how he's going <laughs> to give it to girls. And the kid's like, all right. <laughs> like yeah. What, like, 10-year-old isn't fascinated with boobies? In 2019, none. It's inappropriate. <laughs> so they're doing like a big bear trip with everybody, with all the bigs and all the littles. And just like really weird stuff. It's like such a bizarre scene. You got Martin shitting in a bucket. You have like a heart to heart about boobies. Yeah. And then you get like Sean William Scott and the other mentor chick. Like they're about to have sex. And he's like, we're going to take a bunch of Ambien. 
and like yeah. try and fight it and have okay. sex. Enter and, like, Stifler. Yeah, I don't yeah. get that at all. Like, how how does that work? They're trying to Was play that a, a game. Thing? No, that's a thing. One of my favorite parts of the whole movie is Keegan Michael Key. It's his, like yeah. one line yeah, in the yeah. movie. We gonna make some smooth <laughs> using white chocolate. And then Martin goes, "Well, I'm not sure I agree, but teach their own." And it's like such a fucking stupid funny line like it's those small moments right. that i love of this movie where it's like yeah that's such a throwaway but like yeah. that's the wet hot like tinge right. of like the whole this movie. doesn't make sense but it's hilarious martin's uh martin's campfire story is like and who was it philip the pizza delivery boy from earlier in the story. Come on, come no, on, no one says yeah. anything. Come like that on, for sure guys. was in Wet Hot and just like didn't make it. Yeah. And it was like, oh, we'll throw that in. That's true to life. Also, when Sean William Scott goes up to McLovin when he's like putting the thing on the tree and he tells him about the birds meeting mm. in the midair and having to like consummate before they crash to their death and how yeah. they're willing to like yeah. risk it all for death. And he's like, why are you telling me this? I think, <laughs> like, that's so I think that's the only time in the movie that McLovin and Sean William Scott yeah. like, actually talk, talk to each other. Yeah. Like it's just them two uh, in that scene and that's the only time that happens. And Sean William Scott ends up passing out naked around the campfire. Which like, what Been do you there. think is going to happen when you take a bunch of Ambien? Like, uh, has, he thought okay, he was gonna like, plow. Just a poll. <laughs> yeah, just a he poll. thought he was gonna get lucky. Just a poll. Has anybody done this before? Nice. No, I just, I don't get it. Uh, it doesn't need to make sense, but it's just weird. After the so, after the, the the boys bail the guys out, um, it's a nice little montage. There's a great montage, yep. and it's Mr. Blue Sky. Like I said, it's it's a very formulaic mu movie. So like, yeah. cue the montage where they're yeah. like starting. To I get wonder along. how Dude, many. I love a they good shot. montage, man. I wonder how much footage they went through shooting, and then to pick what ended up in the film. There's probably so much. The later battle where mm -hmm. McLovin kills. Oh, the that king, happens before him. But d then the king lies. Yeah, that was an interesting scene because you saw him kill him. Yeah, McLovin wouldn't lie yeah. about that. And just then, like Mark Wahlberg's dead at the end of Fear, we're just gonna believe it. Paul Rudd like really defends him, and he's on his side. And then McLovin's like, I feel like he's in the wrong for being that upset with Paul Rudd. Yeah, he's whining like a bitch, and yeah, he's just he's crying. like, leave it yeah. alone, Danny. McLovin's yeah. like, you McLovin made a crying deal. like a bitch. Believe it I don't or not. Believe it. Meanwhile, they have the Ronnie at the party yeah. with Wheeler scene, which is just great. I love the Xbox like game going on during the party. Mm -hmm. Like that was for sure very me. realistic. Like after high school, yeah. like if I was at a party like that, I was always like in the corner, like awkward, just like oh, <laughs> someone's got an Xbox, like I'll play FIFA instead of like you know that scene talking to people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that, that scene sure has me. one of the most insane quotes in the entire movie. When Stifler is about to like have sex with this girl, and he's like, "I didn't bring a rubber, like I didn't bring a raincoat," raincoat. and yeah. she's like, "It's okay, I'm very pro-choice." Yeah. And she's like, "Holy <laughs> shit! That's a well-written. This girl's had yeah. a couple abortions already. <laughs> Maybe she's never had an abortion. She's just saying you don't have to worry about it. No, I'll have one. no, like I'm, no, like, I'm pro-choice. I'm glad that I'm glad that she's like spouting her beliefs. But just like, just, just wow, I was taken back by that quite a bit." Uh, so yeah, uh, Wheeler, uh, hooks up with this girl at the party while leaving Ronnie alone, and obviously that's not okay, you should not Cause leave Cause he got her. abandoned, not just like his it. dad abandoned him. Yeah, know. anyone using their judgment would've been like, nah. Yeah, I'm, I'm almost on my way to prison yeah. if I don't work I'm this out. I'm gonna drop you yeah. off, yeah. and then I wanna go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Like, yeah. Don't need to be bringing you right. at 11 p.m. Let alone just trying to bank those hours. Yeah, let work. alone be, like, having sex and leave you unsupervised at it. And then Ronnie walks all the way home, like, are we yeah. supposed, like... That whole... live, like, around the corner. That whole voicemail thing bothers me because yeah. it's like, where are you? Call me. Hello? Pick up the phone. And it's like, yeah. Ronnie walked all the way home. And it's like, that's it? That's how angry you were? Yeah. Like, I would have been livid, dude. Right. Like, she just sounds kind of pissed off. Like, calling well, like, the term. She definitely complains to Jane Lynch, and that's why. For sure. Him and but Paul I'm just Rudd saying, the voicemails did not hammer home. Like, mm -hmm. I would have been like, I'm reporting, like, I don't know, something to, like, say this is, like, a serious offense. Like, right, right. Well, he does hang up mid or early on in the voicemail. Yeah. On like, the third like, one. The gist of what the voicemail Yeah, about. on the third one. Yeah. But the first two, she's still, like, very trusting, and right, it's like. Right. I don't know. Um, after this, you have Paul Rudd at McLovin's house, stays for dinner, and speaks up for him against his parents. 
Yeah, they're just very negative, like, you know, with a kid like that who likes capes and stuff. And he's like, listen, like, I think with shitty parents like you, like, he's amazing. And they're like, whoa, excuse me? Like, it's a big Ken Marino. Oh, scene. yeah, sure. Ken Marino. He drops man. the F word and talks about fucking all these <laughs> chicks cousin. at his age. Yeah, I fucked my cousin. And he's like, well, I know, I kissed her. He was, he yeah. was dating his cousin at the time. And it's then like, when they oh, kick. Oh, I didn't know we were cousins. Like, my favorite part of that is he kicks Paul. They kick Paul Rudd out. And Ken Marino gets up and picks up the chair and leans it against the table. Yeah, like, I saw that, too. It's such a subtle, like, <laughs> dick dad move of, like, no one's sitting here. They're, they're out. Like, and I just, like, love back. that. Yeah. It's so good. When, they, when they're expecting to go to jail and Wheeler asks uh, Beth about the get-out-of-jail-free card. <laughs> yeah. like, That's not a real so, thing. Is like, is that, is that, like, based on a real, like, can I pull that right now? <laughs> Uh, but instead of going to the courthouse and reporting to court when they're supposed to turn themselves in for jail... Yeah, you figure that's a serious thing you need to report before they decide, a judge. No, they decide making it right with these littles is more Much important. Much more important, of course. And so Danny shows up at the burger hole uh, to apologize to King Argatron. Which, did anybody recognize the restaurant, the burger hole? Same interior as Pulp Fiction. I was going to say, oh, I just oh, thought it was that. Wow. Yeah. As soon as you said that, I'm like, Pulp? Yeah, exactly. I love the unbreakable spell, like that he says he casts in the battle yeah. to sort of like he <laughs> really gets why. involved in this world that he was so reluctant to before. Again, balancing the comedy with like the heartwarming side. Sure, sure. So oh, to that's great. so to make things right, Danny goes and and basically sneaks out McLovin from the the Jane Lynch scene where they're setting him up now with Martin. And Martin mentions that he's been with Sturdy Wings for five years. How does he put it? that if he had a nickel for every year he's been with Sturdy for Sturdy Wings, he'd have, be able to play one game of Pac-Man. <laughs> and well, if he was there five more years. Yeah, if he's five there five more years, years <laughs> he could play another game of Pac-Man. So five years, each year is a nickel, five nickels, that's 25 right. cents. How many nickels for two years? For, so the two so. nickels, it'd be ten nickels then for the two, so two games of Pac-Man. It's June towel before <laughs> June towel. Uh, I love that scene is what Kyle's been saying, like that was the epitome of that for me. Just hearing, because you're hearing uh, Augie and Paul Rudd's dialogue, but in the background you're hearing Ken Marino being like, yeah, we get it, we get it. Just Jay Lynch is explaining his jokes. She's like, so 10 years, that's two niggas. She's explaining his stupid shit. He's like, no, no, we get it. We get it. We get it. understand the world, too. Yeah, that's what lets Paul Rudd sneak out. Yeah, to go it's just sneak, such like, a layered scene of jokes that it's... Yeah, yeah that. he frees Augie, but Augie finds out that his country that he's a part of um, will no longer accept him, and so they have to come up with their own country, and they need a minimum of... They need a, a look. They need like something so, to represent the costumes. Paul Rudd, Christopher Mintz-Plasse, Elizabeth Banks, and uh, <laughs> Ken Marino. <laughs> yeah, and, Ken Marino. They form yeah. <laughs> Kissanthea. Kiss my Anthea. Yeah, which is great because I love. I I like the you know love of Kiss actually makes a comeback yep. at the end. I thought right. it was just gonna be like a fun like a one off kind of like oh this guy likes Kiss and like we'll have this one scene about Kiss. But it was nice to see it come back at the end. So too. he mm -hmm. definitely has the costumes ready. Oh, yeah. So Sean William Scott's character has not only two adult male <laughs> costumes, but he also two has kids. two yeah. kids' costumes. Ready like, to go. Ready, and all the makeup required. <laughs> They've already got the Minotaur truck somehow. Yeah. So that, like. Yeah, how do they get a, that back? I don't know, but they get the Minotaur truck and the four of them show work, up. Right? Yeah, they're just like, do they? Suspended. Yeah, they do. Mentioning, like, we don't want to yeah. lose our jobs. The, the final battle is epic. So epic. It's great. It's so cool how you're drawn into that when it's like, obviously, throughout the whole movie, it's portrayed like it's such a stupid nerd thing. Oh, yeah. But you end up rooting for them in a way that's real. Like, and I feel oh, like right. it's like a thousand people in this park. Yeah, and it's such a big deal. Yeah. And not only that, but like every major character is there Shows too. Shows up, and it's such a cheap ploy, but it's oh, effective, yeah. and it makes sense. They kind of like try to tie the loose ends. You know, Beth's yeah, waiting at the courthouse, uh -huh. and he explains what park they're at, so she's able to get there. The parents are worried that Augie's gone. They show up. Somehow, Ronnie's mom is invited, I guess. Um, yeah, all the key characters get yeah. to witness. Which Ronnie dies really quick. Like, I don't even know His why. His death he's... is so funny. Yeah. Yeah. Right like, in the beginning. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> he kills it. It's, it looks like so much fun. Like, yeah. wouldn't you have loved to do something like that yeah. as like a nine, ten year old? Love the Sean yeah. William Scott death, and then he's like, ah, "I'm getting a beer." <laughs> yeah, he's like over it. Really like, good. Almost. It's like, are you dead yet? Almost. Um, it's close. Getting close to the end. <laughs>
Um, so yeah, so Paul Rudd is one of the last ones with McLovin, and they go to uh, get the king. I love the little clips during the battle when like the guys break character. Yeah. So you have one. I, yeah. I think it's with Paul Rudd and like the big Minotaur guy. Yeah. That's and in the earlier one. That's in the oh, earlier one. Like, 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 cool costume. costume. <laughs> like, thanks, man. Matt or, Walsh is the end. Yeah. 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 And this one, Matt that Walsh. Great. And he's love like, that like, it's part. infectious, isn't it? Yeah. Like, don't you love? It? He's like, give me your email. Yeah. yeah. Come back next year, man. You can always use more. So inviting. I love it. Seems so realistic. Someone would say that in one of those. Like, yeah. Thanks for coming. Well, it's just funny because he's been such a prick the whole time, and then at that point. And he's like, yeah, like this yeah, is fun, isn't for it? Like, sure. it's like, oh, I've been a character this whole time. We've been yeah. Acting. So McLovin loses to her. She becomes queen, but she ends up asking him to be her king. Oh, that's Jesus. just sweet. And so you get every shot you can of each love interest in the movie getting their form of a final yeah. kiss. Paul Rudd, tie the loose end of him not being willing to sing in public because he comes up with the song on the spot for Beth and yeah. finds her heart again. And apparently apparently them missing their court date has no repercussions whatsoever. Well, well Jane, Jane Lynch, Lynch yeah. is friends with the the She's judge. She says, just to be, you know, be completely honest with you, I used to suck his dick for drugs. Yeah. Oh my God. So all the loose ends are tied. It's a happy ending. We learn some life lessons. Friends become enemies. We, enemies become yeah, friends. We find yeah. out about Frenemies later. Enemies become, yeah, who knows. As a cool new hobby. And, and since that movie, the five of us have been active participants in our local lair. This is true. I've been more of a referee capacity <laughs> than an actual competitor. Yeah, I'm more of just a, a healer. I just go around and That's a lie. Joel's very involved. <laughs> yeah, I love the guys. playing his involvement. I love like the guys who are sitting in the trees like <laughs> yeah, outside of the <laughs> yeah. battle like doing spells and stuff. Oh, like, great. Oh, my God. Yeah, like, that, like, the one guy. Thing yeah, that, the one yeah. guy with the wings that's just like, commence the battle. <laughs> yeah. 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 That so would be good. Brandon and Blair. I'd be totally Commence. Down. I'm just waiting for you guys to ask me. Martin asked Jane Lynch on a date finally. Yeah. 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 And what did she say? Yeah. She's like, is this, uh, is this a pasta or pussy? pussy. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I well, like, well I, I pasta between two adults, but if I'm being honest, yeah, I'd like some pussy. And she's like, well, all right. So then the credits roll and they come back for the bagel dog joke like one more God. time. It's just like, really? Ken Marina. Like, what were like the five nominees for the last punchline of the movie? And they're like, no, let's do bagel dog again. It's like, good joke. <laughs> I'm not a big, like, I'm not a big kiss fan, but. The end of the the end of the movie when they play Love Gun, right when the credits roll, yeah. is like yeah. a great song ending of a movie kind it of is. combo. Very I love solid. That. This episode of Five Guys Flicking Around is brought to you by Jane Lunch, the first meal delivery service to exclusively offer bagel dogs. And I know what you're thinking. I could be doing cocaine in the village right now, so you better not be BSing me. Well, to that I'd say this is no BS. And I wouldn't BS you because there's no BSing BSers who don't want to put up with BS in the first place. So, all that BS aside, I want to tell you that at Jane Lunch, there's absolutely no BS. Just your daily bagel dog fix. Jane Lunch. It rhymes with Jane Lynch. Let's get to some categories. Let's start with best scene I saw. RP, what do you got? What's the best saw you've seen? The best saw <laughs> I sewn was the Paul Rudd standing up to the parents at dinner. And it's tough because, like... I want to rewatch the later stuff more, but without the scene that Paul Rudd speaks up for McLovin in, um, a lot of this movie's like wholesome content falls apart, and that's where like I think the idea of the whole movie is hit home the most. Like you need to be you. So yeah, for me, that's the best scene I saw. Yeah, I also really love, and I mentioned this also, the Starbucks venti stuff. Like, to me, that was just, like, the perfect... Well, it's great, because as you're watching it, you're like, wow, he's making a lot of good points. And then she's like, Venti is 20. Yeah. And you're like, oh, that whole argument just fell apart. Right. Like, but you don't know it. Like, like I wasn't right. thinking, like, Venti's 20. I was like, wow, he makes a lot of good points. Like, tall like, is a bunch large. Of Grande is large. Yeah, Venti's yeah. Italian. You're stupid in three languages. But, like, the way that the Starbucks employee, the barista, is just, like... Dude. Not willing to budge on, like, yeah. you have to say it right. Yeah. I went to this place in Costa Mesa one time. Well, she's time. getting berated for just doing her yeah, job. Yeah, he's being like, a dick No, but he says a large reason. coffee, and she knows what he means. Yeah. I, I went to this place in Costa but Mesa But she's once. being playful. She's like, you mean a venti? Like, you know, she's not like... 
Right. I don't know what you mean. She's like, oh, we call it a venti here. You mean a venti? Like yeah, her manager's also... in the back is like, call it a venti. Yeah, branding. I yeah. yeah. We need to work on our but Starbucks branding. But also from branding. his perspective, like, okay, For he sure. wasn't. You didn't For start sure. being mean. It was after he got like. Yeah, he's also the kind of guy that gets started. pissed off at people for saying ASAP. Yeah. Like, you know, he's just a curmudgeon. Heard that. Yeah, he's just a curmudgeon. <laughs> so there, like, there's like this health food kitchen place yeah. in Costa Mesa, and I forget the name of it. It's probably oh, better than I, I think I've mention. been there. Is it the one where it's like, I am yeah, so, content? So you have to order... Yeah. like Cafe the, Gratitude. Yes, Cafe Gratitude yeah, in Costa we'll Mesa. Yeah. You have to order with an adjective... And use I am. So I, I am thankful. I, yeah, I remember I ordered like a potato egg dish for brunch. I am and, potato egg dish. And it was no, it's called grounded, and you had to say like I am grounded. And when I when the waitress first came over, I'm like I'll have like the potato egg thing, and she's like no 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 like like you have to no it's what Fuck we that place. it's what we do here. That place is like lair. You have to role play. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so the best scene I saw was all the Cusick stuff at lair. Just his voice and the oh, good morrow. What a mm-hmm. great day it is to to be alive and to be warriors and like yeah, I bid like you good bidding. Yeah. Like oh, movie. what a nice sword you've yeah. got there. And like, just work in the room. Just, just really, feel, feeling really like the man. Great. I just oh, I love his voice and how into it he is. And um, yeah, that's mine too. Anything with Jolo, uh, which is Jolo Trulia. Like he is the movie for me without him i think this is a good movie Mm -hmm. with him i think it's an incredible movie king hogatron be damned (laughs) fight with you diana has put her bosom away apollo has lifted a skirt the day has been launched like the way he talks is so funny and he sells it like being so genuine but cartoony all at once but like you believe he believes it. He also double crosses McLovin when he convinces. Yeah, and I'm on his side. Like, that, dude, they're allies. He kills Ronnie. And yeah, I'm rooting for him. I want him to win. I hope he becomes the next king. What makes this movie is those supporting roles, like mm-hmm. Jane Lynch, Jolo, and Ken Marino specifically, mm-hmm. just have such strong, in varying degrees of minor roles, such strong performances. Where every scene they're in, they arguably steal the whole yeah. the whole scene. Yeah. yeah, the only actor that doesn't get to have really that much fun is Beth, like Elizabeth Banks. Yeah. She's the one that has to be like, ah, you get the yeah, boring yeah. lines. She's the voice she of does, reason. She does a lot with what she She's got has, some though. fun. Like, She's her fun. interactions with that one guy on the video stealing the TVs, that's a pretty good scene for her. Best scene I saw, I'm going with the camping in Big Bear. I just, again, I think it's so bizarre. Like, everything that happens, you get uh, Martin shitting in a bucket, you get the ambient-fueled sex scene, you get campfire yeah the campfire the, the stories the sex trafficking fill up the piece of delivery boy yeah it's so it's just so bizarre and i just it like everyone has a little moment in that scene so my how do you do that is very wheeler based um throughout the movie from the beginning when he pulls up with uh, the girl to work and says smell my finger to the party when he just meets the like girl in line at the bathroom to the girl at Sturdy Wings who went from hating him to wanting to hook up. Like, how is he pulling these chicks so easy? He's not really even putting the work in. He's just like, like looks at them and they're like, all right, let's go. He is a very attractive man. What's the line that he teaches Ronnie to say? He tries it once with the girl from Sturdy Wings. Sexy like a chocolate strawberry. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. like that's the go-to pickup line. And it's just like, wait, what? Sounds pretty cool coming out. Yeah, that was in my quotes. I say that a lot because I it doesn't make any sense. I fucking love that line. It's so lazy as a come on. Yeah. (laughs) You go say this, it'll work. It is funny when he does the. um, It takes a village. Yeah. Like, excuse me, he's like Hillary Clinton. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really into politics. Yeah. I'm She's engaged. Like, I'm yeah. really engaged. I think I have a boner. Sometimes in life, things can get hard. Even worse, sometimes they can't. That's where Sturdy Wangs comes in. At Sturdy Wangs, we match up only the softest of men with international low-grade knockoff boner meds to hopefully get your love gun firing again. And right now, when you use promo code 5GFA, you'll be automatically entered into a study to find out the long-term health effects of these drugs. That's promo code 5GFA. Sign up for Sturdy Wangs, and you'll be gingerly touching tips in no time. My how do you do that was, how did Paul Rudd blow it with Elizabeth Banks? What a stupid, stupid man. Yeah, he's terrible. Yeah. Quite a catch. What kind of lawyer do you think she is, Aaron? 
Uh, it looks like it's criminal defense. I mean, she, yeah. the guy she's defending, she defends those two. Very guilty. Also, and she defends the... Well, and, love, and she's yeah. she's defending these uh, these two main characters as a uh, favor. That's that might be outside of her normal practice. Like, I love when um, Sean William Scott mentions like she's gonna be banging her boss soon. She's like, really? She's gonna be banging Patricia Feingold? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> By the end of the week, <laughs> that had to hurt. Kyle, what do you got? Um, I got Elizabeth Banks meeting up for coffee with Paul Rudd. Um, she gave him a lot of time to grow as a person. He fake proposed to her. It's like, let's meet up. And she's apprehensive. And then he's dropping Ghostbusters quotes. But like, I he's think fake she's proposing again. I don't. I was watching it like, dude, seriously, like this isn't working and you're going to yeah. keep going with it. Like right. he, he should have shown like he was growing with the kids. He right. didn't show that like he's grown up at all, yeah. and I just was like really frustrated with the fact that you did, this didn't work last time. You were like being cheap and quick and lazy and like juvenile, and you're gonna do that again. So for me, that had to hurt because she probably came there like hoping for change and realizing like, oh yeah, you're a lost cause. You're a fucking what, idiot. What he should have done was invited her over to his house, put on a copy of the 1996 classic Fear. Starring yep, Mark Wahlberg and Reese Witherspoon, yep, yep. and then things would have progressed in the relationship. I'm not gonna hit my chest. Like, <laughs> you guys are gonna feel that later. All right, let's move to the clutch award. My uh, my clutch is in the final battle scene. Wheeler and Ronnie joining them just so they could participate yeah. because they didn't know much about this or what's going on, and they're like, "Yo, we're ready." Got the costumes, Ronnie we got the theme. Yeah, they did. looked good. They there were like super in into yeah. it and supportive. Yeah. Just like that's much. that's mine as well, but mine was specifically Ronnie because he has the he's the least likely Star to join. Star child. Like you have um, Wheeler who's trying to make amends with Paul Rudd's character. Like there's a little bit of explanation as to why he might show up so they can come back and become friends again. But like Ronnie has no business like supporting that or like but. He's clutch. Shows up. Yeah, my clutch is... I gotta go with Martin. Uh, Joe Lowe's up there. I mean, I can, can't lose either way. But Martin has the line that I love. The popcorn in the face line. <laughs> and then all the all the wing stuff is great. Yeah. The, the nickels for the Pac-Man. Um, the camping sp- story. Spot a newbie. Yeah, spot a newbie. The white chocolate. I don't like the sound of that. <laughs> like, it's just, um, so yeah, I'd go with Martin. Uh, I'm going Jane Lynch. Which is nice to know that I have Kyle's blessing for that. Uh, if she hadn't sucked that judge's dick, yeah, uh, previously for they drugs. would they would all be in prison. So you know she really came in clutch at the very end, bagel or you know before bagel, bagel dogging it up. She was bagel dogging that guy hard. <laughs> <laughs> I would have loved like a ten minute long scene of her and Ken Marino just doing just the bagel dog back and forth, both in. loving out it the whole time. And like, just, <laughs> so weird. Let's move to quotes. Um, I had a couple. Uh, just like we didn't really touch on it. But all of the Jane Lynch can't be SBSer. Yeah. yeah. Like, there's just, I don't even know how yeah. to quote it because there's so much yeah. talk yeah. of it, but it's so hilarious. Yeah, the next time you guys come in here and want to manipulate me, <laughs> next time try to manipulate each other. <laughs> see how that makes you feel. And they're just like staring back, like, well, uh, okay, what are you like, talking about? Are you, are you I could silent? be in the village right now with the phone off the hook, yeah. big bag of cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> Her rapport with Sean Don't try Scott to BS is so yeah. good with yeah. the whole like BSing and like, why would I BS you? Yeah. The best BSer. <laughs> <Yeah. around. laughs> like, it's such a good back and forth. I'm the point guard. I'm yeah. the center. I'm the head coach. <laughs> the other guard. I'm the other guard. <laughs> it's so fucking. Funny. A lot of ad lib for sure. Oh, oh, yeah. I love that. And then um, again, we talked about it briefly, but Ken Marino. Uh, it's actually Carrie, whatever her name is, yeah. from Reno 901, and she's like, he was fucking his cousin. Yeah. And he's like, I didn't fuck my cousin, I kissed her, but I fucked her friends. And it's like, <laughs> it's just dinner conversation. And it's like, that's it's hilarious. So clear to that me. that's a story they've had. Yeah. And she always gets it wrong, and he always has to, you know, it's like, that's like a very yeah. old thing. And then when McLovin's like, like uh, rounding them up and like getting them amped as kids to Anthea, 
He's like, people always tell me, like, you're not good enough. You're this, you're this. You look like a young Marvin Hamlish. I say to them, like, I am good enough. Who the fuck is Marvin Hamlish? And then they go, like, he's the guy who did the music for The Sting. That's Great a good movie. movie. And it's like, that's so fucking funny. Like, it's Marvin Hamlish. And then having to explain it. It's like so And good. you're, like, riling up everybody's Yeah, yeah it's so good. <laughs> and them the knowing sting. in the that's movie that movie. it's from The Sting. <laughs> oh, it's um, great. Let us gingerly touch our tips. Yeah. Classic Aaron yeah, quote. That's a great, great quote. What takes me out of the movie is I know in real life Paul Rudd and uh, Sean William Scott are probably really close friends. But in the movie, like, if I'm picking nits, I don't buy their friendship. What takes me out of the movie is when, <laughs> is when Sean William Scott... And Ronnie go to the fair and get on the roller coaster. <laughs> and wild horses. Oh my god. And he sticks his hair in his bottle. Can't believe it. Slides his hand down the back of his pants. Oh my god! Right as the roller coasters. Come on, clock. guys! We're but it was shot. It was shot beautifully. Was aesthetically, <laughs> yeah, aesthetically, it was amazing. It's really, really beautiful. Um, what takes me out of the movie is just how neatly everything wraps up at the end. Like I, I know I called oh, this movie god. like, I know I called this movie like very formulaic, and it is. Uh, it's still enjoyable, but it's just like they don't go to court. Right. There's no repercussions for that. Yeah. Everybody just happens to be there at the very end when they're doing their final lair uh battle and it's just like it's everything's wrapped up too nicely yeah that's that's mine as well it's like the those guys need to go to jail no, yours yeah. was a roller coaster no take backs <laughs> uh, really took me out <laughs> all right let's go to mcmulligans i would have just increased the the bit players roles i would have liked more jolo more uh martin more jane lynch more Ken Marino, like just it would have been, could have been like a, a mini series or something, or like or an actual series, and I would have watched because like I love all their characters. So well cast. I would have loved to see more of all of them. It but. would have been cool to see Jolo join the campout or something like that. Yeah, that would have been fun. Jolo. Um, I want to see a Jane Lynch origin. Uh, Doing cocaine uh, in the village. A little yeah. background. <laughs> it's like kids, but weirder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just like some a, of these stories, like how did she? Idaho. How did she end up sucking this judge's dick for coke? Like what? <laughs> yeah, it was how, actually on a roller coaster, like a basketball diaries. <laughs> yeah. Not a comedy anymore. Well, no, yeah, I had the same thing, and I was also like, okay, this is a woman that like did hard drugs, hung out with some pretty like rough guys. How does she get like the clearance to uh, yeah. uh, like run a child care center? Yeah, have that background check. Rehabilitation. Yeah, like, that makes it makes no sense at all. So like, there's so much. I'd love a Mar- I'd love a Martin origin story. <laughs> <laughs> Just called Martin. Yeah. <laughs> like when he first started. Yeah. Sturdy wings. Into it. Yeah. I want to see him with the kids. I want to see him on all. See, the I've been camping. at Sturdy Wings three years. <laughs> if I had a nickel for every year I've been here, and get I a could almost stick play of bubble a game gum. Of Fifteen cents. Yeah. Three years. I'd have a diamond nickel, nickel. Per year. That's five. <laughs> yeah, I'd love to see like a an office type docu series starring Jolo, where Ooh. it's him at work in his day to day, and then yeah. following and then him at Lair, Lair being like his transition. other personality. Ooh. I think that'd be great. That'd there be you go. Let's make that happen. I want a genre swap of a serious drama, and you place Bradley Cooper. And Matthew McConaughey. This is a movie swap. <laughs> it's a genre swap and an actor swap. You have Bradley Cooper. I want. It's a genre it's, swap, it's actor swap, and, and story Clooney swap. Yeah. There's no George Clooney. Okay. Maybe he plays Jane Lynch's character. <laughs> but you have Bradley Cooper and Matthew McConaughey, and it's more serious. That's all. <laughs> wow. wow. Okay, so mine's like sci-fi with Johnny Depp and uh, <laughs> the, yeah, the chick from Aliens. Look, that's my genre swap. If you guys I'm, don't want to swap one. with my genre, then you can genre swap your way out of here. I, I got one. It's a drama swap. <laughs> so I, I want to see this as a horror movie. 
like uh, Children of the Corn, the Faculty type something where <laughs> those are both very different movies. <laughs> uh, well, well, so where the kids are like possessed, but like secretly possessed, and oh. Jane Lynch, Jane Lynch is in charge, and so there's like a corrupt judge who like sent, sends all these people to Sturdy Wings, but. Uh, when they get there, Jane Lynch sets them up with the different little kids, and the different little kids all have a different way that they kill their big mentors. Wow. And so all oh, the different shit. people that come through are killed, and then Sean William Scott and Paul Rudd, like, catch on to this, like, and they see that, like, Martin is, like, Jane Lynch's, like, sidekick and, like, helps the kids kill them, too, when he sees them, like, stab someone in a closet one time, like, at Sturdy Wings. And so they catch on to it, and so... They try to, like, save everyone, and they tell Elizabeth Banks, and she doesn't believe them, but then they provide proof, and then she's a lawyer, so she, like, finds a different judge to, like, figure it out. <laughs> yeah. This is I'm an in. incredibly no. procedural horror movie. I am <laughs> I liked the... it until it's, like, they get evidence, and then they submit it to the judge, but and then they, they go to court. Up, first they have to fill out form 102B. Yeah. I was, like, all in until it became just a procedural courtroom drama. No, I like it. I'm the big like picture it. idea. We can figure out the script later. No, I like it. I like it. What's the survival rate at this child care center? Uh, not good. Not good. <laughs> yeah, I like the idea of it's like, oh, we got like uh, 150 hours of sturdy wings and no one ever comes out alive. <laughs> yeah. so, there you go. Poster. That's the tagline yeah. for the Martin, poster. Yeah. Martin's the only one who somehow keeps managing to come back. But he's yeah. more of he's like a, a robot. No, right. he's more it's of like, like aliens. Kind it's of. like aliens where no, he's, he's like the robot. It. Oh, sweet. And you don't know it. Because he, he looks like everyone else. Okay. But he does that knife trick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my genre swap, uh, I think this should just go high fantasy. Like, keep the same movie. Like, with fantasy sci-fi? No, no, no. <laughs> like, so, like, when they go to the lair parts, the lair parts it's of the movie, it just, it just changes right into, like, high fantasy. Like, everyone is, like, wearing legit um, Game of costumes. Thrones. Yeah, it's like Game of Thrones, like real weapons, maybe dragons and, flying And overhead. how do we get Bradley Cooper in on this? Because... He is one of the dragons. <laughs> it's all in motion capture. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And he's just like, hey, what's going on here? I'm Bradley Cooper. That's hey. about right. Hey, I got yeah. no limits. I'm limitless. <laughs> Great movie. I'm a raccoon. <laughs> we will get to limitless. Please. Please stop. My genre please, swap. Please stop. My genre swap, which now kind of sounds stupid after Joel's. <laughs> But I was going to do a courtroom drama that takes place like right after the movie. What forms did they so fill technically out? Technically a sequel, but it's... <laughs> Who has the um, evidence? Uh, <laughs> Wait, which... How do they switch? 45A, 46B. What it would be like... How many judges did they go to? <laughs> your appellate judge, your <laughs> judge. It goes all the way It's going to go all through the... Yeah, it's going to be remanded remanded and have to go all through the... Like, they just put a minotaur truck on a statue at a school and it's at the Supreme Court now. <laughs> we did not put that... It's constitutionally... There. But it'd be like a movie where it all takes place in the courtroom and everything's revealed through, like, testimony flashbacks. and flashbacks. And it's everyone... See, the judges, Jane Lynch doesn't put in a good word with the judge. So it's like these guys are going to She prison. still sucked his dick before, yeah. but it like wasn't good. To so the you need all these characters it. that we've met in this movie to testify on, on these guys' behalf. Okay, I like and it. I like, and I think Jolo comes in, good morrow! These are my warriors that have fought half with me! is like a 12 angry men kind of thing Ooh. where it's the deliberation. And, like uh, and what's his name? Ken Marino is one of the jurors. Ooh, yeah. I like right. that. And he's and like, what happened? I wasn't paying attention. Yeah. And that's where we can bring Bradley Cooper in, Pollard. He can be one of the jurors. Still okay. in motion capture. Okay. Still yeah, a dragon. Know, Bradley Cooper plays a courtroom stenographer. <laughs> I'm, I'm listening. <laughs> Just typing away. With I'm no listening. limits. <laughs> a real sexy male studly courtroom stenographer. He'd be the type that like does a year's worth of research <laughs> to get that stenographer character yeah. right. Oh. All right, let's go to Blu-ray price. What would everyone pay for Blu-ray? I love this movie. I want to watch it again. I'd pay $75 for it. That's I think that's the highest you've ever paid for a movie. It's the it's the highest of any we've done so far for wow. sure. Wow. Yeah. I'm I'm in. <laughs> what was your Little Giants? That was pretty high. Little Giants, I think it would be like the box set, though. Like yeah. where he gets Little Giants, Rush Hour no, that... 1, 2, and 3 all together. <laughs> and I think it was like 150 bucks, right? Watch, watch Little Giants, Rush Hour 1 and 2, and do cocaine off of Rush Hour 3. Yeah. 
And Big Green was for free. What was your knock knock around, guys? What was your price on that episode? Uh, You'll have to wait and see, dude. We haven't gotten it to it yet. Uh Come on, man. This is exciting. This is new. I could watch this again because it's like a brand new movie, but I can't objectively put it higher. So 35 for role models because I did 30 for fear. But really, I want to watch fear again more because I've seen role models a thousand times. Every episode, you've been so burned out by watching the movie that you're just so over the Blu-ray category. You're just like, fuck, I've seen this so many times now. Dude, but I didn't even watch this. I watched half of it. And it's just like you have like... Not ruined it. You've yeah. accentuated it yeah. where it's like oh, it's I hear these brain. I hear these quotes all day. There's like six quotes where I've it's like I've heard of watching a movie a bunch of times, but this is ridiculous. Exactly. <laughs> you have quoted this shit for a decade where I'm just like, I this movie is like in Fuck my daily you, life. Aaron. I don't need to pay anything. Aaron's gonna quote it forever. Morrows. <laughs> Gingerly touch our tips. Yes. How many fucking times have you said that? I love it. It's weird that we're gingerly touching our tips right now. Yeah. yeah. So well, I'll, say I'll say thirty-five. I'll say thirty-five. I'm also hard, and uh, I'd pay two ninety-nine for this movie just because two hundred and ninety-nine dollars. That's a lot. Let me correct that. I'd pay two dollars and ninety-nine cents for this movie. Wow. Uh, again, it's the first time I've seen it. So like, like most of the movies we've done. Seeing it for the first time as a thirty-year-old man. Would you pay is for not fear? The same thing. Twenty. Uh, nine dollars. Nine dollars for fear. What's the most you've paid for one of our movies? Nine dollars. No, fear. I rush <laughs> out. Yeah, right. I, I feel think like speed. You... No, I think speed. Speed. Huh? I would pay like forty-five or fifty bucks for. Okay. I'm. I love this movie, and I did not watch it a million times. So my price is set at forty-nine dollars and ninety-nine cents. Um, because I want to see it. Dude, you can get it for way cheaper. <laughs> I, I'm willing to pay more. I, I got like a good ten watches in again before it starts to become old for me. I swear. If you hang out with Aaron for a couple hours, that'll be cut in half. I don't talk about it all the time. <laughs> yes, you do. Yes, you do. <laughs> well, Aaron and I don't hang out outside of the pod, so we actually haven't met before this. It's <laughs> weird. Uh, Forty nine ninety nine. That's mine. I'd pay $100 for this. Um, it's like up there with Roadhouse as far as the ones we've done so far, where it's like, I definitely want to rewatch this again. Do you quote this movie more than Roadhouse? Yeah, for sure. Historically, I think it's your yeah. most quoted yeah. movie is why I say it. Probably. Like this and Dumb yeah. and Dumber, probably. Yeah, that's probably right. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of, we will get to Knock Around Guys. Right. When? Third most quoted movie by Aaron. <laughs> How many fights make you a tough guy? <laughs> no, five hundred. Excuse me. We'll get to it. You'll get. You'll see. You'll see. <laughs> Just be patient with us. Yeah, probably a hundred bucks. Yeah. So. More than Boiler Room, probably less. About the same as Roadhouse. Would this movie work as a McSullivan vehicle? So McSullivan blows up three city blocks in downtown Nola. Here we go. Gets off doing one hundred and fifty hours of community service. Only to find out the kid he was assigned for community service, Ronnie, witnessed a murder. So he has to protect Ronnie for getting murdered, but also has to grow close to him so that he can use him to pick up chicks as a, quote, single dad. Uh, ultimately, McSullivan saves Ronnie from the murderers, trying to keep him from testifying, and has a chance to adopt Ronnie in a very emotional courtroom scene a la Miss Doubtfire, but McSullivan makes a case for why he shouldn't have partial custody with supervision, and Ronnie gets put back up for adoption. Movie ends with Mac banging a waitress with no condom. Okay, that'll do it for this episode of Five Guys Flicking Around. Be sure to check us out on Instagram at Five Guys Flicking Around. Download our podcast at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. You can also email us at fiveguysflickingaround at gmail.com. We're getting a lot of requests for knockaround guys. Don't worry, everyone. We will get to knockaround guys. Right. Not sure when exactly, but we will get to it. Look what I have created. I have made fire. I have made fire. I think this is one of the traits of a really good producer. I'm not ashamed Keep no more. the talent happy. You just killed a helicopter with a car. Alright, boys, prepare to be dazzled. Break yourself, fool. Oh, I'm sorry, did I break your concentration? It's important that we get together on this thing. If you had some glue, I'm really good at gluing, I could just glue it.
You sandbagging son of a bitch. Y'all ready to bust him ass? Lick a license. Lick her license. We've got entirely too many troublemakers here. I am an FBI agent. You look like a blueberry. I don't give a damn what you think you're entitled to. You know who I am. You that silly-ass reporter from the Channel 5 News, ain't you? I'm Mo Green. What are you looking at, butthead? Let's go, let's go, I'm bored, let's go. Just to be, you know, be completely honest with you, I used to suck his dick for drugs. So, if I'm being honest, yeah, I'd like some pussy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Don't oh forget God. the pickles, you know? I prickly pickles. I call this pickle, one a pickle. prickly pickle. It's where I figure blast you on a roller coaster. Roll with a cactus. <laughs> I think I have a boner. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm also hard. Mm. <laughs> what a nice sword you've got there! Mike Hillary listens. Alex Kim has listened to one podcast. <laughs> Rat, Rat Matt Bailey, big fan. My yeah. brother Rat listens. Bailey, thank you. Yes, yes. Shout out to Brett Rat. And so Brett, I'm, thanks. I'm kind of sad. Big friend of the pod. Shout out to Rat Bretner. <laughs> <laughs> okay.